0: Hello brothers and sisters. I hope you're enjoying these messages. They are designed for you to enjoy. They are designed for you to be lifted up, for the spirits of condemnation to be lifted off of you. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I speak to the evil spirit of condemnation. Come out of the people in the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak to the evil spirit of legalism and religiosity glory I command you to come out of God's people come out of them in the name of the Lord Jesus and I release the spirit of grace upon them and I release the spirit of love upon them and I release the spirit of compassion upon them in the name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah I'm gonna tell you brothers and sisters I know that the words I'm speaking to you they will not return void they're going to accomplish what they they were sent out to do and you're gonna be blessed and you're gonna be strengthening your mind and then in your inner man. And you're gonna be ready to preach. You're gonna be ready to teach. You're gonna be ready to lay hands on the sick. Why? Because you are righteous. You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is therefore now no condemnation to you because you are in Christ Jesus and you don't walk according to the flesh you're not trying to justify yourselves by what you don't do or what you do and of course as i always say we don't practice iniquity but let me tell you something if you have sinned if you have missed it i want to tell you today only say lord i'm sorry forgive me and you have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous he's going to take your case hallelujah he's going to take your case he is your advocate he is your lawyer he's going to say i'll take your case and he's going to present your blood to the Father. He's going to gonna say, I made this person righteous. See, you were made righteous. Hallelujah. You're not trying to get righteous. You were made righteous. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans, the fifth chapter. And let's start at the sixth verse. It says, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So I'm speaking to you today. I'm speaking to the ones who are already born again. And if you're listening to this, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what kind of sin you're in. The worst thing you can imagine, I'm talking to you. I want to tell you that Jesus Christ died for you. He died for the ungodly. Hallelujah. He died for you. And if you will receive him as your Lord and Savior, you will say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry for living an ungodly life. I'm sorry for not confessing you as my Lord. You want to make him your Lord. When you make him your Lord, you say, I agree to your teachings. I become your apprentice. And you're not gonna be totally right right away. It's gonna be a process. It's gonna be strongholds that you got to pull down. It's gonna be things you've been doing for years that you're gonna have to break off of you by renouncing the hidden works of darkness. But I want you to know, soon as you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord, make him your Lord, and you'll say you are born again right then and you have eternal life. What I mean by eternal life is There is a such thing as a second death. That's reserved for the people who don't confess Jesus Christ as your Lord. I ain't talking about just confessing him with your mouth. I'm talking about believing in your heart. Other words, make him your Lord. Say, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Say it again. Jesus is my Lord. Say this. I want you to start saying this. If you're battling things, say, Lord, Lord, I have the mind of Christ. Take over my mind. Lord. Lord, I have your love. Take over, take over, Lord. Take over my body. Take over my thoughts. Take over my words. Lord, I invite you in. Take over, Lord. Take over, Lord, my business dealings. Lord, take over, Lord. Take over my thoughts. Take over my blood work. Take over my bones. Take over my organs. Take over, Lord. I invite you in. Take totally over. Oh, he's already in me. So, Lord, I thank you that you're in me for great are you that is in me you're working on the inside of me take over lord take over lord i yield to you and say that over and 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 about a thousand more overs again and let the spirit watch what the spirit of god begin to do through you you know god will make you a millionaire. you know god desire for you to have money you know that's a a lie from the pits of hell that you supposed to get saved and a good God wants you to be broke don't let nobody deceive you God is good God is kind and his mercy and do a he made David rich he made Solomon rich made Abraham rich Joseph rich you know what I'm saying all through the Bible he made the ones that are following him he made sure that they had enough money he even told the disciples you're going to get a hundredfold in this life and in the, in the life to come. other words, he made them rich. He gave them money. He healed their bodies. And he gave them eternal life. God is a good God. The thief come to steal, kill, and destroy. But God has come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Verse 8. Romans 5. But God commended his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When did he die for you? So now... You got a group of people, different ones in different sets in Christian dome. You get born again, and they tell you not saved. They tell you not holy unless you wear what we wear, unless you dress like what we dress, unless you look like we look, unless you calm your hair like we calm our hair, unless you wear what it's just craziness. God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now you're born again, but then you're not saved people don't let folks deceive you now you're not saved unless you go to church on Saturday I had a lady tell me one time I guess she was a seven day of Venice, she said I need to quit my job you know i was delivering the mail because she said I got to work on Saturday man that's old covenant remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy so when I tell people hey we're not under the 10 commandments a lot of people might frown up we're not under the law of Moses God said that the law is contained in one thing, love. Love the Lord with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor and thyself. When you've done those things, you have fulfilled the law. That's why I say we're not under the Ten Commandments, because we're not. It's the truth. So if you love your neighbor, you're not going to steal. You love your neighbor, you're not going to desire his wife. You love your neighbor, you're not going to do anything wrong to your neighbor. You don't need anything to curb sin if you got the love of God in your heart. You're not going to try to make your brother look bad. Make your sister look bad. Speak about them behind their back. Try to make them look bad in front of the people. No, you're going to want to make your brother and sister look good. Hallelujah, you're going to want everybody around you to be blessed. You're not going to try to steal their money. You're not going to try to cut their overtime at work or... Or uh, uh, not give them a raise if, if you're a boss. No, you're gonna give them a raise. You're gonna the best you can. I ain't saying you could pay everybody everything, but uh, you're gonna be righteous. You, you you're not gonna you're not gonna be evil. You're gonna be righteous when you have the love of God. So your agreement is to walk in love. God' agreement is to heal your body, give you money, and all that. He is a covenant-keeping God. He don't break covenant. It's a blood covenant. Hallelujah. He commended His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us, much more than this verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him, yeah, so God ain't telling you, well, now you got saved, say, you can't go to water world, you can't go to amusement park, you can't go to the beach, God didn't say all them kind of things, he said, now nah, you're justified by his blood, not justified by works, if you're justified by works, you're falling from grace, Now, God do say some things in the Bible you shouldn't do. Hallelujah. But a lot of things people come up with in religious circles has nothing to do with God. You got to take your shoes off before you walk in the sanctuary. You'll be shocked. Some of the stuff I saw over the years. I don't want to even, I I apologize for mentioning some of this stuff. Because some of you was blessed hadn't grown up in that and you hadn't seen it. And you need to realize that you're blessed. Don't you run yourself off into that to them people with them religious spirits. Now they're going, they going to heaven <laughs> because they believe on Jesus, but they don't have the peace because they don't understand the, the word of God. It says, Much more then, not much less, being not justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. You're not saved from wrath by what you do or don't do. You're saved from wrath through the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 10. <clears throat> for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, not much less, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life, not by your life. Not, and not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Jesus Christ has paid for your sins and you are, you have been made righteous. You have eternal life. So walk in your liberty and be not a tangle again with the yoke of bondage. Be blessed.